Let's podcast alongside Lauren Brownlow and Brooke Pryor, ESPN. I'm Joe Ovius. No Jillio today, but that doesn't stop us from doing Sleek Fleet OG Live. Check them out online, sleek-fleet.com. Brooke, apologies. I should have contacted Sleek Fleet to have you transported over here. Instead, I had to drive my husband's CRV. So sorry about that. I mean, I have never felt so unappreciated and unwanted his CRV is lovely, but um, would have appreciated. God, a, you don't like you could have sent a car for me. You don't send a car for your guests. It's a good point. Jeez, my bad. I mean, and you even bought that hoodie, which I appreciate. I, I should have sent you. A I, I purchased a hoodie all on my own. However, I do have something for you. I have a Linda's cup. I'll take that. Which is sitting I'll in my car. That. I brought it today, so I'm I'll not going to sure let that you forget it. I don't let me forget <laughs> it. I will give that to you. Yes. Uh, we have plenty of things to get into today. And again, big thanks to Sleek Fleet for sponsoring our Thursday live shows. Check them out online, sleek-fleet.com. This is not your ordinary ride share. This is some serious business, large party. You're trying to get to a game and style, trying to get to the airport, all that kind of stuff. Sleek Fleet can help you out. So check them out online at sleek-fleet.com. Teddy says, by the way, that it is not a bad CRV. Oh, I'm going to remember that he can watch this live and not say anything defamatory about his oh. fandoms or his vehicles. Yeah, well, he's I would never look as a fellow I have never as a fellow never. as a fellow Honda man. I I will ride for a CRV. Listen, okay? I had a CRV and then I yeah, and then I got a Highlander. Car, yeah, I, honestly, that was like my first like real adult car, like same. after college, yep. and I loved it. Yep. I would have kept it forever if I could have. I, I loved my CRV and then I. Uh, saw a hybrid Highlander on the lot that had bronze wheels. And oh my god! I, I had a hybrid hybrid Highlander. Are we the same person? That's <gasps> this what is so I'm weird. Learning. Joe, you're kind of um, expendable here. I'm no, so sorry. I, I was going to say you guys are. <laughs> you guys kind of are the same person. You both. We have a lot of You both still your bags sure. at the same time with everything falling yeah, out. Yeah, we're both a bit of a mess, and it's just kind of who we are. Yeah. yeah. Only thing missing there was from a fist bump. But speak, I'll take the vehicle. I will take the vehicle analogy to the Carolina Panthers who okay. hired Dave Canales today. Yes. Uh, he's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive coordinator. It was the first year he was on that job. Had spent a lot of time in Seattle, which if we're going to, if, if we want the shortest distance from A to B, it's a straight line, right? So if you want to understand why Dave Canales is the next head coach of the Carolina Panthers, the, sh- the easiest answer is, Dan Morgan, the new general manager, and Canales worked together in Seattle. For like eight years. Yeah, so the, the big crossover when, was when Morgan was the director of player personnel in Seattle from 2015 to 2017, Canales was the wide receivers coach. Yeah. So, and, and again, there's some, some more background as he was moving up the chain yeah, in Seattle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other easy answer is David Tepper wanted Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions. But it looks like Ben Johnson doesn't want to be the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. It's fine. I understand. Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, there's, there's some reasons. He has reasons. There's that. So there, there, there's your easiest <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. your easiest answers for why Dave Canales is now the new head coach of the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Do you want to get into the layers of this? Well, sure. I, well, I think we should. Okay. Brooke, you're the plugged in NFL insider. So when the carousel is making the rounds and you're trying to find the right fits, I, I would imagine that David Tepper's history so far with the Carolina Panthers has not it been. Bad? It, it, what happened? It, is, it has not been talked about highly. It's not been great. No. Uh, no. It. It. When I think about David Tepper and the Panthers, if I, if I'm someone that is in the mix for different head coaching jobs, and I'm looking at all the factors, and I'm making my pro and con list, 
David Tepper is not going on the pro list no. and he's going very high up on the con list. That may be the first thing I write down um, because he, he's bringing you unwanted attention. He is yeah, the bad kind, the yeah. bad, the bad kind of attention. And NFL coaches hate that. Exactly. Like he's, he's bringing you the distraction <laughs> yeah. element oh, of they it. Hate that, mm-hmm. They that hate word. that so yeah. much. Mm-hmm. And then you also look at the knee jerk decisions that he yes, makes. That's and the thing. He's so emotional in the way that he runs his teams that mm. if I'm yes. a head coach candidate, I don't, and I'm looking at my options. I'm like, I would really like somebody. I mean, the, the polar opposite of that are the Roonies, which is why it's wild that Tepper came from that background. He came from, he saw how to run a successful, stable organization and said, I don't want to do any of that. And I'm going to just do things my way. And it has shockingly not gone well. He's run the franchise like the guy who wants to be the number one boy trying to impress his older brothers or something like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. his, the, his former bosses, whatever, like the other owners in the league, it's like he just wants to impress them. Like, ooh, look who I hired. Ooh, look at the quarter. Well, it's I like, mean, it's like you, a kid at the toy store. Like, oh, give me more of these. It's like, yeah, but okay, what about but all the, owners, of the all money owners, we need to pay rent? Mm-hmm. You know? All owners are like this, though. I mean, Kinda, like if Jerry, but, Jerry Jones is in the same boat. Like if Jerry well, Jones Jerry was serious, similar. If, You're not if wrong. Jerry was serious about winning a Jerry is a con for plenty of coaches, though, too. He would have moved on from Mike McCarthy. He's so con- he wants to he wants credit. He absolutely yes, wants they, credit. They yes. all want credit. But but Jerry's at least seen how Jerry has lived winning. Sure. Yes. Tepper hasn't. And so Tepper is Tepper is running a real franchise like it's a Madden franchise. Right. That there's no stakes. Yeah. Like he's just. He is like constantly like burning everything to the ground and then being like, all right, let's make the playoffs. It's like, what? What? It's it's like it's like it's SimCity. He's just constantly doing things and like, Mm -hmm. oh, that didn't work. Okay, we're going to put in a cheat code and try to just build this back and build it better. But without any kind of firm foundation, there are there are no real to me stable guiding principles that he is abiding by it's just kind of like however he feels in that given day and if it has worked yeah, for like, the last month it's like vibes yes i mean honestly that was the impression i got when i was reading like why they drafted bryce bryce young mm-hmm. in the first place was vibes no no plan just vibes <laughs> uh, i mean See, like, that they nah, liked him I'll, so much that they, they talk that. about that though like think, they both do tepper and nicole they were like we just really connected with him blah, they're gonna blah, say blah. they're gonna say that about everybody i think the real issue was that s2 cognitive test as we've kind of found out in the well, last couple of weeks that, they're walking yes. that one back because you I'm had shocked. you had cj stroud do what he did right. this year mm-hmm. yeah and there was the leaked information about the s2 cognitive test we kept finding out about how bryce young aced it nobody charted like he did and they've had to walk a lot of that stuff back I just, so i think that, well, I when think you talk Tepper's about issue, running like a man friend yeah you know i mean yeah. like, i think tepper's trying to out outsmart the room yes because, right you know, 100 percent. he's yeah. trying to impress people though he he also wants people to think i'm the one who did this except for now he doesn't yeah. now he's like all right never mind maybe yeah. that it actually wasn't he's, me <laughs> he's starting to realize that okay maybe we do need to like hire the consultant because he can't he can't have it all on him again uh, consultant was process and i guess with the process you come to find out that oh well maybe nobody wants this job and, and we'll maybe see it's because of me so maybe that helps him yeah, maybe some a little maybe at least publicly he's not acting like such an idiot that would be nice <laughs> be nice for everybody from from robbie on the youtube comments panthers hiring the guy who revived baker mayfield's career is s tier irony i've already today honestly that was that was where my mind went initially was wow the baker mayfield of it all is fascinating well and you know what i my thought was like how can I knock 
the offense like that he was running, considering they took a quarterback that the Panthers made look like bottom of the barrel trash mm-hmm. and made him look like a, I mean, obviously a playoff quarterback, like playoff caliber wild card quarterback. That's about as high as I would have put Baker, but still as much better than he looked in Carolina. Uh, no yeah. question. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody telling you they know how this is going to play out. I have no with idea. Canales no, I don't know. Is kidding themselves. No, no. I really, I really don't. You t- again, vibes being the thing. <laughs> That's what I was worried about. I'm like, oh no, did they just get in a room with him? Did they hire him because of his offensive mind, or are they like, you know what, I like so, him? So, so okay, okay. <laughs> so this happens in the NFL where everybody picks a coordinator. Yeah. That they think is the next guy up. Like, so right. Ben Johnson is the bell of the ball right now. Correct. Ben Johnson's like the guy Brian that Brian Callahan was yeah. one of those dudes. Like, they're, yes. you yep. know, Evero has become hey. one of those guys. Yep. At least I hope so. Yeah. I hope it's not just the like. The diamond of the season. I love to. I thought he did a mm-hmm. fantastic job. Todd Munkin's been that guy at mm-hmm. one point in time. Yeah, too. no, that's okay. true. Yeah. And obviously he's doing a fantastic job. Yep. Uh, in, uh, in Baltimore. But Joe Brady was that guy once, too. I mean, well, after, people are starting to talk about him again. After, in that after one season with the Carolina people Panthers, already, he's the next head yeah. coach, and of course, he got humbled a little bit here. Already, I've heard his name though for okay. other other jobs. Like yeah. you, you have to, you don't have to do much in this, especially offensively as a coordinator. You have some success with a team that people don't think should have success, or like needed a turnaround or a change, yeah. like the Bills did. Like yeah. people are going to be going crazy to get you. So I guess Brooke, what I'm getting at here is that this is just there's nothing wrong with Canales. It's just that Canales is the latest in a long line of coordinators that people are convinced is the next best best thing sometimes you get a sean mcnett sometimes you get a sean mcveigh i can talk today other times you do end up with somebody who's gonna flash out flush out in a right well when i think about the way that the league has trended over the last couple of years there's so much less patience for every especially i think offensive positions Yeah, yeah there's way less patience for quarterbacks way less patience for offensive coordinators and offensive head coaches like we the the way I think because you see teams like the Kansas City Chiefs go from just this middling team to all of a sudden a powerhouse dynasty because they found the right quarterback. And that tells other teams like, OK, well, if we're just a quarterback away from completely changing everything right. and maybe we're just an offensive coordinator away from changing everything that I think they're much more willing to take a flyer on a guy Um maybe than you would have before where you needed years of experience and, and a proven track record. Um, you know, the, the interesting thing about Canales that I was listening to the Tampa Bay times sports podcast on my way over here, he's 48 years old. I did not realize that. Like in my mind, he's in Wait, his Canales 30s. is 48. Yeah, oh, he's I thought 40, he was 42. No, he's, he was born and no, he's 42. Oh, he's, well, you know, once you 42. get over 40, it's all the same. <laughs> no, it isn't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, your audience. Oh, really? Um, Interesting. Well, don't worry, she'll find out eventually. Yeah, <laughs> we hope. Uh, but even so, even though being in your 40s is different than some of these offensive coordinators now that are like the 35 to 38, like mm-hmm. the, yeah. the young guys that are coming up that are being identified as like the hot names now. Yeah. I think Canales brings this really good combination of experience. No, he doesn't have a ton of play calling. He just has that one year. Just the one year. Just the one year. But I think... But he's also not going to be calling the plays. Right. And I think who he's learned under, who he spent the bulk of his time under in Seattle, in with Pete Carroll in that system, learns a lot from that that, and, and proves that like he can work, he can revive a quarterback's career like he did with Geno. 100%. Then he comes and does that in Tampa. 
from everything that I was listening to some of the player interviews mm-hmm. over the last couple of weeks, and they have all talked about what a positive guy Canalis is. I was listening to the Pewter Report podcast. They called him over and over again the human Celsius drink, which wow. like <laughs> okay to me. Yeah. Talk about the hot things these days. Like I when when you think of like you don't really want to do everything in the NFL on vibes. You don't want to make all of your hires on vibes. But like to me, the head coaching vibe yeah, matters more than right. like a coordinator vibe. And right. I think that he checks the box as far as the right type of leader mm-hmm. and has I think what will be a good combination of development with young quarterbacks and a proven track record as far as some behind the scenes stuff that he's been doing, working with Gino, working with Baker, getting the getting a lot out of an offense that didn't but this have offense a ton. also this offense also had Mike Evans. Now Mike Evans is, that if is I, he is not in yes, Carolina. Yeah, and, and, but he could be because if I know my rosters correctly, Mike Evans is a free agent, if I'm not mistaken. I believe that's correct. So I mean, it's not like the Panthers won't have free agent money. Because that's, that's the only thing that's going on with the Panthers right now. Because going, yeah. we can we can like the thought behind Canales. Yeah. And if I want to be as optimistic about the Panthers, I'm going to go optimistic Panthers fan, Lauren. Not sad Panther fan. Okay. But if I wanted to be optimistic about all of this, I can see the thinking behind Dan Morgan. He's his own person. He is a classic football personified type of guy. Mm-hmm. We talked to Mike K of the Charlotte Observer yesterday, and Mike could not stress this enough. Dan Morgan's going to tell you what he thinks. He, yeah. is, he is not. No, people in that building have always spoken highly about Dan. And in a lot of ways, not that he's going to, it's not a one for one. And obviously, one. like some of us grew up watching Dan and, and really deeply it, love him. Yes. And like look, me. As a, as, as somebody who grew up being a Miami Hurricanes fan, like yeah, I'm, I'm pretty yeah, yeah, aware yeah. of just of how football-y Dan Morgan is. Big time, big time football guy. But in the other thing too, and Joe and I talked about this with Dan Morgan getting hired, if you wanted to look at it optimistically, sometimes you need a culture. The problem with yes. the Panthers is they have not had a culture exactly, since Cam yeah. left the building. And they, well, you mentioned that too, like with yeah. no plan. I mean, it speaks yeah. to the larger point. Like there's no, what Matt is the Rule, goal you're working towards? Here? Matt Rule right. wanted to bring his own brand in. Never forget the playbook. <laughs> the One sh- of us. You <laughs> the know, pyramid that, scheme. The, the, the whole, Carolina yes. pyramid schemes. Frank yep. Reich, Frank Reich <laughs> in <laughs> retrospect, probably should have walked away from football for about a year or two. Yeah. You know, he was yeah. clearly burnt out. He was clearly over it. He was over from it. From the jump. Yeah. So there's, there's that whole thing. So there's a bit of a fresh, you know, clean slate that you have a football guy in Dan Morgan. We don't know how the front office structure is going to play out. Are they going to have an intermediary? I can talk today, I swear, uh, between him and Dave Tepper. Right, that's okay. The, yeah. Got it. You have this. You also have guys on the same page. Scott Fitterer was there as a general manager, but as you come to find out, you could see all the Temple influence from Matt Rule when he was the head coach. I don't talk about it. Shout out to the XFL <laughs> Mahomes. All right. Like, and of course, with well, Frank Wright, hey, wait, you saw his guys that he brought in. PJ Walker in my, I like PJ. I, PJ's fine. But this is what they should have the done. The third string quarterback is great. Like, th- this is what they needed to have done yes. when they brought in Frank Wright, was they needed yes. that blank slate, yes. Yes. that clean slate. And yes. so now it's just a year behind. Like, you had an opportunity yes. to get rid of everybody and you didn't take it and i also think you know to the to the point of ah oh, they didn't get a name like ah do you really well, want a I, name with carolina i, like I that think part it's personally good. yeah yes, i do cuz you they went out and got a name last time they tried to hire an all-star team of coaches and from conversations i've had about kind of what went wrong in carolina there were too many big personalities too many different ideas mm-hmm. guys with a lot of experience we're not working in concert together because yeah. they're all you, you have too many cooks in the kitchen. Right. And so I think that this gives an opportunity to have everybody come in. You don't need 
an all-star coaching staff when you're just not going to be on the same page. This right. gives them an opportunity yeah. to do that. It doesn't matter, I guess, like how good everybody's mind is if you're not on the same right. page and like working. Yeah, I yeah. get that. That makes sense. I should, does Teddy get like executive producer credit today? He's pointing out the Panthers have 28.5 million in cap space right now. Oh, look at that. He He's should. Through. I mean, does he drink bourbon? He does. He okay. does. He does drink bourbon. I, I almost believe. feel like we should hand him the, the leftover four roses there. Wow. Take that home. Just that saying. might be better than any gift I've given him ever. Because so, <laughs> I think Joe, know, I think I think Jillio has been kind of nursing that thing. But I if I wrap that, I could save that for Valentine's Day. <laughs> and uh, you've really just checked two boxes for me. So thank you. <laughs> From Bull City Coordinators, are you saying that the Panthers need a blank page to write Dave Canales' name? No, blank space. Blank space. Blank space. Yeah, come on, people. Come on now. Come on. Let's get the let's get the Taylor Swift references <laughs> correct. Um, all right. So going forward, that's the other thing that I think people have to keep in mind. We don't know. We don't know the answer. We don't know the answer to the Bryce Young question. No, I, I am not going no to use does. if any. And I said this and I, and I didn't mean this in a sarcastic way. Bryce Young did answer one question this past season. Could he stand up? Could yeah. he stay healthy? Will he be broken? Because everybody was convinced he's tiny. There's no mm -hmm. way he's going to survive. Their offensive line is terrible. Will he be broken physically and or mentally? mentally. Well, uh, outside of the shadow mentally benching. Mentally was the bigger concern for yeah. me. That shadow benching for the high oh, ankle sprain yeah. that never actually was. Right. A, a fake injury. Correct. He, that was the, the literal thing. lie. Yes. Every, I mean, in a year where <laughs> a, everybody a got A literal hurt. meaningless lie. For yeah. no, so, I was infuriated. I would say that I would be... I would be happy with that development from Bryce Young. Yeah, now yeah, it's yeah. a matter of making sure that you get your offensive line. I mean, just real simple things, Brooke. Get your offensive line <sighs> right. They... Bring some playmakers in. Get a wide receiver. All things that you could just do with... The Panthers do that all the time. With so the difficulty great. settings on the Madden game <laughs> all the way right. up to Hall of Fame. Oh, wait. With, you don't have oh, some draft, draft picks. Yeah. Whoopsie. Yeah. Do you that... need those? Are those good to have? I'm sorry. So the page isn't exactly... Blank. The space isn't exactly blank. No, they're, no they're, it's not. It's like those erasable pens that it's not really ever fully erasable. There's still marks on there when you're trying to like get yep. them to go away. Like you, yeah, mm, not quite blank yet, is it's, it? It's not. Maybe next year it'll be blank. Like yeah. at least according to like the trade carnage, or maybe. Maybe, maybe there's a pick going next year too that they maybe. traded. I, mean, I don't it, know. It kind of feels like the Browns and the Panthers are in a competition for who made the worst trade. Who, yeah. who who and has messed up their future the most? I'm not even sure that the Panthers could win that one, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the, I don't no. think the, I don't think the Panthers. Won. I, I mean, the Panthers won that contest. It, it, the it's worst. a one-two, but there is a gap yeah. between a the gap one there. and the two. There is a gap there. Housekeeping. All right, a little bit of housekeeping. We have the Tecmo Super Bowl tournament, not this weekend, but the following weekend. Drop on by, uh, come visit us, or better yet, participate. Shoot us an email: theogosdigital at gmail.com. Twenty-five bucks to enter, cash to the winner. Jillio's got all of his weird rules that we will explain when you get there for the Tecmo Super Bowl tournament, which will be at Shady's in Garner. Again, that's going to be February 4th. That's Sunday, the Sunday in between the conference championship games and the Super Bowl. We're going to try to create our I'll own be, I'll be there. Jillio was, he already had me put it on the calendar. And Jillio, oh, I think, is bringing, <laughs> Jillio is bringing his big ZD too. Oh, what? He says he's cooking. You know, in fact, I will be there now. Uh, <laughs> now that you mentioned that. Does Teddy play Tecmo Bowl? I don't think he does he i know that he has a madden draft tonight um that's not tecmo but maybe maybe he does maybe he does can get, uh, he get plays many games can julio bring by. his uh dutch shuffleboard and that's, that's something people can play it's yes. fun it's fun i played it at his house on new year's eve it was you fun. know i'm i'm very into this plan <laughs> all right um, you know what we'll text you great we'll text you we'll I'll make sure it that in happens. my calendar also the og goes digital at gmail.com you see brooks rocking an og hoodie 
Yes, from breakingtea.com. Go to breakingtea.com slash OG to go buy your hoodie. And we've got or shirts or whatever. We got we got the V-necks, we got the youth, we got the youth shirts. We're just trying to get the brand out there. I'm trying to I'm trying to outfit Jacob's entire hockey team in the ice caps logo one. I mean, we're just trying to get things going. It's all guerrilla marketing, all thanks to Breaking Tea. So again, check them out online, breakingtea.com slash OG. We also want to thank Mosquito Authority and Pest Authority for sponsoring Ovias and Gilio. Got an email from one of our listeners who was super hype about the fact that, hold on a second, I got to remove Brooke from here so I can have the like logos and stuff on YouTube. If you're watching oh. live on YouTube, it's okay, Brooke. We'll I was be- really excited about pest control. In fact, I was literally texting Teddy. Well, tell him. Bugsbite.com. Bugsbite.com. Okay. No contracts, <laughs> which is key. That's good. But just like cables making a comeback, bundle and save, get oh, the two services. Okay. So go to bugsbite.com. We actually had a listener say, hey, man, got the whole works trying to support y'all. So went through bugsbite.com and we appreciate that. We also appreciate, I'm trying to go all through all the uh, sponsors here. Whitaker and Hamer for sponsoring Ovias and Jillian. That's a humble brag right there. Do you have any legal issues, Brooke? Oh, not at the moment, but I, you know, there's always an opportunity. for. You don't want to sue anybody for that burn? (laughs) I'm just saying class action. (gasps) Maybe. No, this is just stupidity. Okay, fair enough. More than anything. Well, you can argue that, hey, had I known, maybe that's a legal defense. Only one way to find out. Whitaker and Hayden. Check them out online at wh.lawyer. Again, that's wh.lawyer. And, of course, Homefield for sponsoring Obies and Julio. Use that promo code OG23. We are in the thick of basketball season. You want some vintage, retro-inspired gear from your favorite universities. You want, like, that Big Four championship shirt from Wake Forest? They've got it at Homefield. Homefieldapparel.com. Use that promo code OG23. Wes Durham in the house. What up, Wes? What's up? This is the highlight of my day, and I'm not kidding. (laughs) Wes, you're too kind. Well, actually, dinner with my wife will be the highlight of the day, but it is wonderful to see. uh, First of all, this is the first thing Brooke and I have ever done together. It's true. Oh, that's awesome. Really? I love this. We've been yep. in the same building so many times I'll bet. and yet just has not have not been able to connect. I think oh. when was the most recent one? Steelers, Falcons. I was gonna say probably regular season game two years ago. You didn't come to the preseason game this year, correct? That's right. That's yeah. right. And two years ago, um, was the morning after the ACC championship. And it's honestly a miracle that I made it into the stadium by kickoff. So <laughs> Wow. Listen. This is why I like hanging out with Brooke <laughs> yeah. because when she has no problem roasting herself. <laughs> no, it's not that. Yeah. Is that when it's time to go, we go. Go, yeah, yeah no. Oh, there. let's go. Yeah, it's, it's time go. to go. We, yeah. we don't have we don't we don't we don't half ass anything. Well, here. that's why I joked when I when I was texting y'all, like, all right, here's how Thursday is gonna work. I almost felt like I needed to bring in free Miller lights and chicken tenders for everybody to make this an ACC hospitality vibe. Hostility vibe, yes. Yes, you're right. The hostility <laughs> room. The hostility room. All right. So, yeah. Wes, since we have you, I feel like this we is ought to talk about the only coaching vacancy left in the NFL. Maybe. Uh, well, yeah, it's getting close. It's getting close to that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wanted to talk about the current va- the vacancy that was just filled in the NFC South. Not Dallas, huh? yeah. Not yours. Not <laughs> not the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, Brownlow's. This is all Brownlow's hire right here. Oh, well, I mean, I don't, you know what? I don't actively hate it. So for me, that's an improvement as, as to how I feel <laughs> about the, the hire. At, and at the very least, when you saw a picture of me, went, well, at least it'll be good look, good right. to look at on the sidelines. <laughs> don't out me. Mm. 
<laughs> I'm absolutely outing you on that. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, bro. It's okay. Okay. What's wrong with that? Hey, oh, name some. Hey, Brownlow, yeah. Tony, Tony Bennett. Come on, right? Let's be honest. Not my type, but I get it. Yeah, not my, not so my the, type. But you know what I'm saying, right? There's this Tony Marcus Bennett. Marcus Freeman is Marcus Freeman type. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's so it. You have it. So you 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 have familiarity with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers since you have to get ready for the yes. broadcasts sure. twice a year, right? You do yeah. that twice a year. So when you were when you were prepping for the Bucks. I mean, what did you did you pick up on anything from Canales and his work with Baker Mayfield? I look, I, I'll be honest. I think the guy did a really good job of mental reconstruction as much as physical reconstruction. Um, I believe that it is about attitude. I think it's about approach now. I think you know Brooks covered the league long enough to know that the league has changed. Mm-hmm. Negative reinforcement is not the play anymore. No. And mm-hmm. if you need if you need example one hundred, Detroit. Detroit yes. is example 100 of positive reinforcement, improving your football team, because it's a different kind of athlete now. Equate If you equate the NFL to AAU basketball, Joe, <laughs> I mean, but let's be honest, Brooke will, Brooke will tell you, Brooke will tell you, I mean, all these guys that come from college, mm. a majority of the kids are not there four years. A majority of the kids are highly recruited. They are preliminarily de-recruited yeah. when they get to a campus, and then they're built back up over a two- to three-year period. How many kids are coming into the NFL that have been at one more than one school in a three-year sure. period? Yep. Okay? So the reality of it is, you know, there's a guy who's like a Generation uh, Z guy named Jason Dorsey. He's a personality expert for younger people. Okay. And I heard him speak like a decade ago, and he was phenomenal. And it's amazing because everything I heard him say that day has kind of been reinforced now with athletes, pro athletes. I mean, look, they fired the coach of Milwaukee because Damian Lillard doesn't play defense. Are you sure they didn't fire him because Doc Rivers uh, told them to? That was a hostile takeover, I feel like. Yeah, I feel I feel, I feel like that that's a classic. <laughs> not, oh, not oh, you just want me to consult. You know, you know what I you know what I would suggest since you have me on as a consultant, you know what I would suggest? <laughs> Perhaps you should just hire me. Well, Dang, me. <laughs> wait, wait a second. The reality, what I'm getting at is, though, personalities yeah, yeah, matter yeah. and the positive reinforcement as opposed yeah. to the negative reinforcement matters. And mm-hmm. look, you've got, and I'm not using Atlanta, but I'm using Tampa as the example here. Tampa was a little functionally broken when Todd Bowles got him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, yeah Brady, sure. the Brady thing kind of cycled itself out. And as a result, I actually think Baker Mayfield was the perfect get because Baker Mayfield, above anything else, whether you like him or not, is a gamer. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is. And yeah. and that bled over to what and uh, you know Brooke can probably speak to this from a Pittsburgh standpoint. Like when you see guys who are defensively driven teams, like Pittsburgh has been in the past, but Tampa was defensively driven even when they won the Super Bowl. Yes, they were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, David Devin White. Remember, they had Jordan Whitehead in the backfield out of pit in a draft pick. And they've now swapped Antoine Winfield for Jordan Whitehead, and look what's happened, right? I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. Winfield's been reborn because of the positive. And I think Bowles bought into Canales. And in many ways, look, the most impressive thing about the Panthers for me was Dan Morgan. Because okay. I was going to say, please. I, we been, needed that. I feel like I've been, I've been screaming into the void. People no. want to. I get that people want to dump on anything related to David Tepper. A hundred percent. And I'm not. I'm not faulting anybody for it. I'm not sitting here and trying to tell you. Well, actually, David Tepper is good. That's what I'm trying. Not, not what I'm trying to say. 
Sure. What I am saying is like, let's, let's strip away the crap. Let's just strip away all the ancillary stuff related to yes. this, mm-hmm. where this idea that Dan Morgan isn't his own guy. Well, he's a fitterer guy. He was in on XYZ. Dude, he's like, been in this league a long time in this. He's, it's like, yeah, I'm sorry. He what he's doing. like if you and, believe. And who's going to know the team better than Dan Morgan? Exactly. Exactly. Yes, yes. that's exactly it. that right there. And mm-hmm. if, the, if there's if there's somebody who understands that the Panthers need to bring back some level of culture, I think Dan Morgan would understand yeah, what that's about. He was on the team mm-hmm. at the peak of its culture, 100. Yeah. percent So I actually like the hire too, Wes. Why do you like this hire? Well, if I'm a Carolina Panther fan, I like the hire because you've already made the strategic investment on the QB. Okay, and it's been scrutinized a hundred different ways, right? Yeah. And, and so I would say this: if you like the QB and you believe in the investment of the QB long term, then why not hire a guy who has got the ability to transform the QB? Did you ever think that the QB and the head coach didn't work because the head coach might have been too old school for the new QB? <laughs> I mean, he coached huh. like it, he coached as if he actively hated him. So. Yes. I mean, maybe yes. a little, but no. But, I, I mean, I think we see yeah. it in the league. I mean, yeah. why does Jared Goff maybe work a little bit better with, you know. Yeah, I get it. it remember how it didn't work last year with Deuce Staley, and now all mm-hmm. of a sudden it works with Ben Johnson? Exactly. Mm-hmm. You, you, no, but when you said it, he can rehab a quarterback's mind. I think that, I mean, not that Bryce is broken mentally. I don't know that we've seen that, but a, a normal person probably would be. So, like, at least maybe he can get him to feel a little. Right. Is Geno Smith yeah. not his best example? Yeah, yeah exactly. I think I think that the thing that I'm that I think Dave Canales reminds me of, and I I hate to make this comparison because I know that it's a little hyperbolic, but when you talk about that you need positive vibes, has a relatively short history track record of being like a coordinator. I, could Canales be an offensive type of Mike Tomlin hire? Mm. When you think about somebody that you need them to motivate a locker room. Yes. You need them to rally around their head coach. You need to build players up. I mean, like what Wes was just saying about how players respond to positive reinforcement, that negative reinforcement is not the way. The reason that that I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are so all in on, like, don't you dare fire Mike Tomlin, like the, the players themselves, is because he he tells it to them straight. Like he's not going to yes. sugarcoat anything, but he still like, but loves he's, yeah, he's going to love you up. And yeah. that's what I think. If they can get that out of Dave Canales in Carolina, they might've really hit on something there. You know, the thing I, I know exactly. Well, I know a couple of players now that have played in Pittsburgh, but Kieran Fox who played at Georgia tech was on Pittsburgh Super Bowl team under Tomlin. And he came back in the off season, Joe and Lauren and Brooke and worked out in Atlanta. And I got to spend time with him because he was just that kind of guy when he was tech, he'd come by and hang by the office. And, and Fox always told me about the news. Tomlin does the news on Monday. It's all the bad stuff that happened in the game, and you don't want to be in the news. Oh. He said, but that was always the only negative vibe of the week. It was yeah. the negative vibe early to push the positive for the preparation on the next opponent. If you did not learn from the news, you were bound to repeat it. And that's why Tomlin made it, as, as Key told me, he said Tomlin makes it a point to do it on Monday so he can get out of the way. Get out of the way and start preparing. Yeah. And I think he's got a culture that a lot of people, quite frankly, have bought into across the league in a variety of different ways. Speaking of Tomlin, we had a comment from David. Is Brooke back on speaking terms with Mike Tomlin? (laughs) You know, I don't. 
I was never not on speaking terms with him. Mike, Mike apparently was not speaking to Brooke is what the problem yeah, was. You're asking the wrong question. Dave, listening, so wasn't speaking. Didn't hear you. Just declined well, to answer, uh, yeah, there, answer that question. There, the, the, it wasn't even a question. It was the preamble to the question. Oh. Entering the final year of your contract. Exactly. Because yeah. as I've learned covering Mike Tomlin, he will look for any exit trap door if you give him a yes or no question who's going to take a yes or no Uh so that's why i was like i'm going to go ahead and preface this with you have a year left on your contract how do you evaluate your future so Uh that he could say well as you mentioned he's got really quick uh, reaction time yeah he does right the trap door i (laughs) didn't see coming was the literal door (laughs) so now now that's on the table for the future Wes Barner on the on the youtube comments wants please (laughs) tell me you snorted out loud when tomlin broke out the james harden (laughs) eye roll before piecing out of the The tomlin eye roll is one of my favorite things in sports I'll, i'll be honest it's impressive. It's, I, I wish I had a signature as good as that. The, um, uh, by the way, all those people in L.A. that are really happy that Harbaugh's taking that job, yeah. they, they need to learn to ask questions. Because well, if, they don't, if they don't ask a question and deliver the world-famous open-ended statement, he will yeah. counter with, is there a question? Oh, no, I ooh, just that, I just need I just Harbaugh. feel my body cringing ooh, thinking yeah, about yeah. it. No, those, I, oh, that's going to be a culture shock for some. I of need those Harbaugh people. to bring back satellite camps in the NFL. I need him shirtless in khakis. Uh, I need I need all the I ridiculousness mean, of when he was at Michigan to be a thing in the NFL. The, see that that that's what is why when people were like, "Oh, he could come to the Panthers," I'm like, "I'm no. good." No, talk about a distraction. <laughs> that man yeah. is a walking distraction. No, thank you. I'm which good. The Chargers need because. They are the they, like, yes. least popular right. professional team yeah. in their city. So Yeah, they absolutely need something. I mean, certainly given their social media a little bit of a personality. All yeah. right, Wes, before we talk about hoops, there, as you mentioned, there is one vacant job, it seems. It's yes. it's, it's your job. It's the Atlanta Falcons, voice of the Atlanta Falcons. Are my you, job is are open. You, it's my no, no, job. You are fine. Oh, you, are fine. you are fine. That was, that's me misspeaking. Are you prepping to ask... Bill Belichick questions. That's that's my question. How are you going to well, work that one? Well, let me let me give you the landscape here, Joe, just to bring you up to speed. Okay. Bill, Bill Belichick has 24 years of doing his almost his full media schedule with Scott Zolak, who is the analyst on the Patriots radio network. He's a former quarterback at Maryland who later played for the Patriots. That's right. right. I, yeah, I've happened right. to do the games for 20 years with a former Falcon quarterback. <laughs> who already works for the team and does a lot of the media installations. So he's got that. I got it. Okay. That's my, I, 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 however, will be your very, very affable <laughs> radio play-by-play announcer. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So when do you, when do y'all get the coach, man? Come on. Hurry this up. I think, I think we still got more people to talk to. Oh, really? I got a few more people we're going to talk to. Hey, my, you know what? I respect it. I took I a want, long time to make a decision that's important. But here's my question. Here's my question. <laughs> you're not, you're not <laughs> a good thing, though. No, that's true. What's the second interview with Bill Belichick about? What do you? What, do you, what more do you need to talk to Bill Belichick about? Well, the first one is reportedly on the yacht and a one-on-one. The second okay. one had all the other elements involved. I look. I'll be honest with you. You're going to test him on his X and O. <laughs> I mean. Look, here's the here's the deal, and, and let's just play this on the surface, right? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. seventy two, right? Yeah. I mean, he's seventy two years old. He's fifteen wins away from Don Shula. How much longer does Bill Belichick want to coach? And but, if you bring Bill Belichick, Brooke, 
What's the installation of Bill Belichick look like? Yeah. How many people is that? Is he in charge of personnel? Is he okay with not being? Yeah, I mean, these are, these are all fair questions, especially. I when, don't want him in charge of my personnel. I no. mean, but, but think about it, Lauren. You're right. Do you want him in charge of the personnel? Do you want him just to coach? If he coaches, who's he bringing? Right. By the way, what other things concern him about the scope of the Atlanta Falcon franchise? What does he want to have rule over? Not Matt rule, but rule of the Falcon. <laughs> Thank God. I mean, so I, I think those are honest questions compared to, uh, okay, let's talk to Ben Johnson. Okay, let's talk right. to Mike Vrabel. Um, you know, think of it like that. Let's talk to Aaron Glenn. I think Aaron Glenn and Ben Johnson mm. in Detroit are both fascinating mm -hmm. candidates here. Aaron Glenn. Okay. Yeah. That's you fascinating. Know, the thing with Belichick that I keep thinking about, and it's why I have disagreed from the jump when, when I know that there's been a lot of discussion about, you know, if, if you're a team and you are not sure about your head coach, do you put in a call to Bill Belichick? And the more I think about it, mm. the more I I don't think it's as automatic yeah. as it seems because no. when we talk about the direction of the league, like Wes yes. mentioned, the the way the players are now, mm -hmm. what when is, I, what evidence do we have that he's there? Exactly. When <laughs> when you think about how do you motivate the younger generation of players, I don't think that Bill Belichick resonates with those guys the way that you want him to. Right. It's it does not take anything away from his accomplishments and that resume. Like he. We can say he is one of the all-time greatest coaches. The, the However, question, like the it, only the only answer I can give you, it's the coaching version of what Tom Brady did in Tampa. You look at a you look at a setup. Look at the track. You look record, you, yeah. well. You look you look at how Players it's set up for take a short term yeah, rental. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. They've got the defense. They're literally a quarterback away from taking you to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. That's what Tom Brady was looking at with Tampa Bay. It worked out. Mm -hmm. You know, he's chucking the Lombardi Trophy across the bay. Is Atlanta? In a position where not only can Bill win enough games to pass Don Shula, but it's in a division that they can win because it's there for That's the taking. That's the thing. I think and the their schedule this coming year. <laughs> and no, I, have, I haven't actually. It's really hard. Oh, is it? Is it Atlanta, hard? Atlanta's schedule in 24 is, oh. I mean, you're playing the AFC West. Yeah, and but the with NFC Cal, East. Cal twice but a year, with Cal so and Cal helps. and Stanford at SMU, I'm not expecting. Oh wait, Stop. different different schedule. <laughs> so, so I guess before we move on, before we move on to uh, Cal and Stanford and know those. No, other no, 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 no. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about football. I don't want to talk about ACC football scheduling. Other than North Carolina and NC State are going to compete with who will disappoint you the most with their easy schedule. I mean, shout out to three uh, local teams playing at the exact same time on the same day. Awesome. Thank you so much. I love that. Love, I love that, that for everybody. How far away in a, in a, in a conference that isn't overflowing with quarterbacks the same way the AFC is. I mean, all you have to do is look at the conference championship setups to understand how each conference is going right now. Correct. Yeah. How, how far away is Atlanta from turning it around to the point where they can go on a deep playoff run. I mean, they got think, weapons. They man. have some good. Well, there's no question. The weapons are there. You got the running back. You've got the tight end slash H wide out mm -hmm. flex, whatever. You got the perimeter wide receiver in Drake London. You're pretty good in the offensive line. You're a little old at left tackle, but, and you got to find a center. I think that's a free agent play this year. That's my opinion. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, defensively, I think you're one and a half away. I thought you got really tired at the end of the year. You they lost were so Grady. much better defensively mm-hmm. this year, though. Yeah, a lot better, but you got tired and you lost Grady Jarrett early in the season and you couldn't quite recover and Anya Mata got banged up. All that being said, and oh, by the way, Calais Campbell needs to come back. Mm-hmm. Give me just one more year of that. Atlanta needs a quarterback. Yeah, we I all understand that. And, yeah. and, you know, I can I can start with Kirk Cousins and finish with make a big move in the draft. I can I can go any way on the spectrum you want me to go. Mm-hmm. I do believe I do believe there are game changers for franchise in this quarterback draft a quarterback in the draft. I think one of them played in Chapel Hill. I think the other one may have played in Baton Rouge. Yeah, I, I think those two in particular, if Penix were a healthier player. Yeah, I was a little more connected on what Caleb Williams is going to be like. Yeah, in terms yeah. of a locker room leader, then I might be all in on Caleb Williams. But I know what May and and Jaden Daniels are. All right, I got to pay some bills. Okay, and then uh, we're going to talk hoops. Or we're am I, hoops. Is this or am I done? Is this I it? I wore my seven a.m. tailgate hat for nothing here. I mean, hold up. <laughs> Let me pay some bills. Okay. Big thanks to Breeze through check them out locations across the triangle locations uh, right there by PNC arena, Carter Finley stadium. I went to the McDee's through and carry yesterday. No, two days ago, filled up, got water, lottery tickets, nice. all that fun stuff. Great coffee, great snacks. And of course, gas, very, very important. So again, big thanks to Breeze through butcher's market next Thursday when we're live. And Lauren, <gasps> you are invited to this, of course. Oh, okay. I'm Brooke, literally going to plan my week around this Brooke, sandwich. if you want in I'm on this. I'm not joking. What day did you say it was? Next when, Thursday. Next Thursday. Thursday, 2 o'clock, live from the Butcher's Market on Lake Boone. I'm planning my entire week around the sandwich, for I sure. I think I may be here. Steak and cheese on us. Ooh, oh, well. See, that's what I'm planning my day You know, suddenly, the steak and cheese sandwich. Uh, yeah. I'm for sure free. I had to, <laughs> you kind of had to feel that out before you commit <laughs> to Oh, you said free like, food? Whatever. All right, we're oh, free food. So next week, we will be doing the show live from the from the butcher's market there on Lake Boone. And of course, big thanks to Hometown Realty. They are helping you out, especially with new construction. Incentives are key. Interest rates, yeah, they're coming down, but they're still not amazing. So here's what you need to do. Take advantage of the incentives that are out there. And also get in before the frenzy really kicks starts. So Hometown Realty can help you out on that. Contact them, myhtr.com. Again, that's myhtr.com. All right, back at it. West Durham in the house. Brooke Pryor also in the house if you're joining us live. Lauren Brownlow is here. That Brownlow lady. No Jillio today. Jillio is uh, on assignment. Okay, Wes. (laughs) (laughs) We're going with on assignment? Yeah. Okay. Woody's boy. I need Woody's boy here. Oh, God, Brooke. What a life I've led this fall. I had I did I did State Carolina on TV and had absolutely both fan bases aggravated at the height of the game. Was, I can't oh. believe that. I'm so oh. sorry. Cuz it's the best. I think I you know, yeah. I wish that I could say I remember that game. Um unfortunately, it's just wiped. It was like a like a men in black situation. It has been zapped, wiped right. from my memory. I don't okay. recall it. Okay, sorry. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. I think state fans want to wipe the Kevin Keats era from their memory banks. Stop. Just stop. I know. You know just what? Stop it. It's just it's it's annoying. Cause I, I even 
pointed this out too. I, I was like, I you, agree. You, you know annoying. whose teams? Because sometimes I've even seen people romanticizing, and I'm not saying he was a bad coach. Yeah. Mark Gottfried. And I'm like, you know who played really Tony Bennett? You were going to say Sydney Lowe. No, 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 so no, no, nobody, no, nobody's romanticizing that. He did have a great. But like, but, no, but I people think the are reason... just. But people are. It's like you know how much better. For example, just Virginia. Yeah. Like Tony Bennett, a team that is very difficult sure. for most teams to beat regularly. State every year either plays them close or straight up yeah, beats them every year. They beat like what? I just don't. Let's I don't cut know. To I mean, the it's just one on team, this. but still. Let's cut whatever. to the chase oh, on this. Kevin Keats needs to make the NCAA tournament. I know. Yes. yes. And that's fair. has to make the yes. NCAA tournament. Yes, yes, yes. And we unfortunately, agree. they are not making life easy on themselves <laughs> by losing to Virginia Tech at home and then forgetting how to rebound I against mean, one of the worst rebounding teams in the ACC. That's the biggest, like what? I so, mean, I don't know how you like. It's weird. Like, Wes, I give NC State under Kevin Keats a lot of credit <laughs> because none of the teams ever quit. No, they're going to they're they're they fight. fight so hard. They're going to scrap. They're going to play defense. The people yeah. who are screaming about lack of adjustments. No, Kevin Keats adjusted in the second half. Yes, he switched up defense. He's switching out player personnel to to fit the need. He's doing all the things he needs to do. But right. if you can't make shots, man, you got, you got yeah. Hashtag. Sydney Lowe, Brooke, he gets credit for one thing. Got to make yeah. shots. Got to make shots. Got to make shots. And that's that's Again, NC State's give him credit right for now. the suits. That's I the think, suits were off the charts. Right. You're right. Okay, good when, we, when we think of Sydney Lowe, those are the two things. All right, but okay. So if we're going to analyze NC State based on not being a great rebounding team, and it is, it is staggering to look at the and like I've got the Syracuse game Saturday night. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. it is staggering to look at their rebounding numbers and go, wait a second, DJ Burns is there, Dennis Parker. What I mean. You know, Jaden Taylor is a terrific on-ball defender. They don't score it at a high level every night. They can, but they don't. Right. So how do they compensate for it? Well, you know what? In a weird way, their best lineup is the lineup that was on the floor, really the last four minutes of second half and overtime, mm-hmm. where Michael O'Connell is handling the ball yes. a lot and DJ mm-hmm. Horn. But DJ Horn can't have a ball game where we have three in regulation and two more shots in overtime and have nine on the night. Yeah. Mm-mm. You got to get DJ Horn to 15 to 20 a night. That's, and, and to me, I'm not saying he's the singular straw that stirs it because I do believe if DJ Horn scores more from the perimeter or some semblance of perimeter scoring, Joe. They're going to be a much better interior team. Yeah, the other thing that's not going in Kevin Keats's favor is after they beat Wake Forest, you know, Kevin Keats had a hell of a press conference, man. I mean, I yeah. was in there, he was feeling it. And it's like, hey, you know, here we are, five and one. Nobody's talking about us. And it's like, okay, well, you want people to pay attention. All right, now it's time to pay attention. And then these are the next two games that follow up on that. There are and no th- scarier words, I think, to some state fans than no one's talking about us. Y- yeah, yeah. And it's you, you have to kind of be who you naturally are, right? So, like, Dave Dorn kind of naturally morphed into Salty Dave, okay? Yes, he did. Sure. And Salty Dave, I'm sure, has seen the, the network tweet that didn't include NC State, and that's going to be their rallying cry all season, the disrespect, yeah. right? Brooke is getting more and more annoyed at this conversation by the Senate. I'm just, I well, you know. We're going to get to UNC because Brooke is over here just going like, Psh, couldn't be us, yeah. even though it literally was you last year. Okay. That was a blip. <laughs> just that a was blip. a blip. Just a blip. But it's, I, I can see what Keats is trying, right? Sure, like he's right. fighting for his team. He's fighting for him, his own, uh, you know, his own credibility and everything else. But, man, it's like you got to back it up. And I know you can't score. You can't say like yeah. yeah. It, it, that that becomes a big problem for Keats, and I think that's why you're getting the reaction that you're getting 
at, I, at NC State. I understand, but can I also just quick reminder here: we're not even to the midway point of the conference schedule yet. Okay, just it's to, crazy yeah. to think about. But yeah. the problem, the problem is, Wes, is that the ACC has a huge perception problem. Well, that problem is being driven by the fact that the net. The disclosure on the net is now sorting itself out nationally where people realize you don't have to play anybody as long as you win by 35 or 40. Yeah. Right. One is Iowa State. Okay. I mean, Iowa State plays somebody of semblance, they lose. And, but yet, look at their non conference schedule. They beat everybody but the Gwinnett. Why? It feels mm-hmm. like. Yeah, and they um, crushed him, and that's why the net ends up being the way the it net, is. The net is an annoying tool that the NCAA has cashed all their chips into and yes. we're supposed to buy it as the gospel. And I'm sorry, I'm not going to buy it as the gospel. And Joe Lenardi is basing his rhetoric on the net. Mm-hmm. And I understand that, but the ACC, you can tell me we're only going to get three or four or five yeah. in. Well, they're all, they're all going to make a run I recently. I was like, stop two. I saw two. Who was it? The yeah, people online the legitimately were saying too, and I was like, "Get like." Carolina do because they don't trust Clemson. The net does not trust Clemson. Nobody trusts Clemson. That's not the point. By the way, Clemson beat Alabama, who I hear is great. After Miami, Miami keeps getting hurt. You know, there's no margin for error for Miami. They don't play great defense either. we're going to go to Washington. Everybody will see all the sights, and we'll have a nice hostility room, and then we'll figure it out on the. And we'll just apologize for the presence of every ACC team in the turn in the NCAA tournament that will undoubtedly well, outperform their seed and no one will say anything about it and everyone will make excuses for the Big Ten and we'll do this whole dance again next year and mm-hmm. it's super fun and I love it. Say, it sounds like you've lived this. I, oh, I'm it's unbelievable. I'm unbelievable. I'm tired of getting well, on Twitter and seeing an ACC team lose one game in the middle of the year and somebody go, oh, well, there we go. Brooke. Two team league. Here's the thing. I just live <laughs> in this so little tired. Pittsburgh bubble, which allegedly <laughs> is in the ACC. Um, it's it's Final not although they did My they did beat over. Duke and I did love that Jeff Capel Jeff Capel <laughs> just, sure came to to though, State. Well. just came to Cameron Indoor Stadium and made a whole scene. That was wild. Brooke, are you telling me oh. on Pittsburgh Sports Talk Radio they weren't obsessed over that? There were just like a couple other things going on. Yeah, they were talking about that, but. You know, I think maybe they'll get to it at Wait, some point. Brooke, Zeiss talked about it. Zeiss, you know Zeiss talked about it. Oh, well, 100%. I'm, yes. sure, I'm sure Zeiss did talk I about it. I love Zeiss. Come on. Zeiss, my guy. <laughs> he definitely he, talked about he, it. He, yes. But the Brooke, Brooke's living the best life in that she's out of the ACC bubble, focused mm-hmm. on the NFL, and you can just enjoy Carolina. It's the wild. Okay, enjoy is a strong word because it's still wildly stressful every single time. Best team in the ACC right now. You're not having fun? But because I lived through last year, I'm still a little gun shy. Like that one year... I know, and I, I know that you've if lived through Jillia, more. If Julia was here, he'd be so <laughs> mad at you right now. I know more. what you've lived through. Ah, yes, a hot nice streak. Nice to call that, someone old. A I've hot, heard. A hot <laughs> I've yeah. said that everything over forty is the same. Hey, and wait a I've lived the life. Yeah. Wait, the, wait. the life that Brooke has led. All these yeah. Carolina people. All these Carolina people who told me. Yeah. After we won at Cameron and we yeah. won the game in the Final Four, I know. I'm good. Good. I'm good, good. forever. No, you're no, not. West they weren't good. Yeah, they here's, were not good. Here's the thing. I also <laughs> last year I attended maybe like four or five. Maybe, maybe it was like four. I, there was a streak of like 16 months where every time I went to any Carolina basketball, football, whatever, they lost. Oh, I remember, I that. remember that. I was the biggest jinx in the world. Yeah. And then this year, my fortunes are turning. Mm. I saw UNC beat Miami in football, and then it all went downhill. 
uh, I saw the UNC basketball play at Pitt. Mm-hmm. They tried to lose. They didn't. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the Wake game a couple nights ago. Oh. And that was lovely. It was tied at halftime. <laughs> I mean, and I did half. not like that. I, I see what happened was I changed seats. But aren't you just and having like so much more fun watch like aesthetically? Yes. The, the aesthetic experience yes. of watching this, this is much more fun. Play. This okay. this yes. team is fun. This team reminds me of <laughs> teams that I really they, they have players on these teams that reminds me of players that I really liked playing or really liked watching play and covering. Like RJ reminds me of this like great combination of a little Marcus Page. A little, a little Dexter Strickland, but like good. Um, <laughs> oh, I Dexter, oh, Strickland. Dexter Strickland. Uh, the YOLO. The YOLO. He, okay. like, he, right. he, he takes the YOLO shots, but like he hits them, which we like. Um, <laughs> he reminds me like a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he's just a tough little nut. I like went on a. That's the best way to describe him. It is really fun. And it's just fun to watch him yeah, play. He has fun. He had that career high while I was there, and I was like losing my mind. I don't. I feel like you don't see a lot of players make the leap he did from year. I don't. I, I lose track of what year we're on anymore oh, yeah. for guys, but like year three to four, I guess right. is I think, where we're going. I think the reason why RJ has been able to make this, obviously he has to make the shots. He has to to buy into what he's trying to do. But I ultimately think that Hubert Davis not only is pushing the right buttons, but he has a level of buy in from these players to understand their roles. There's been a lot of discourse, thanks to Gilio, about Armando Baycott sure. this season. I think that Armando Baycott, while he's statistically not having a Armando Baycott season that you would expect out of a guy who keeps coming back, I think Armando Baycott understands his role more than he ever has before. 100%. And that's unlocking, along with Elliot Cadeau's development, mm-hmm. to what you see right now. That's can what we also, special. Can we also tip the hat to Armando Baycott? And maybe some other guys who have decided, hey, look, we are gifted on offense, not Mm -hmm. great on offense. And you know what we're going to do to offset that? We're going to be really good on defense. Mm -hmm. And in fact, might be one of the best statistical Carolina defensive teams of the last 10 years, eight and a half. No, it's actually in the last 10 years. I think the last time, uh, the last time Carolina's defense was this good, or at least the last time Carolina Strickland was playing. Are you going to tell her? No, that Carolina's defense metric wise was better than their offense was 2013. You did it, Brooke, not me. All right. I really wish that I hadn't had that revelation. It's okay. I get what you're saying. Like there, there's just like a, a vibe. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. It's a vibe. It is. It's, it's a vibe. I mean, uh, I, I'm with you on the defense, and you're right. Like, it's crazy how much better it's got, even since like the Tennessee game. Because in the I, Tennessee game, I was literally texting people. I was like, "This is a bad defensive team, and it's going right. to be a problem." Yeah. But yeah. they could score, and now they've kind of switched it, and they have sometimes have trouble scoring. But they also have guys on their team that are just guys that you want on your basketball yes. team always in Cormac Ryan and Harrison Ingram, guys yes. that have high at basketball IQ and that are gritty and tough and don't mind mixing it up a little bit. And they've, they've, all of that has been contagious and everybody seems to be buying into and that. I, I would add too that. I think that you talk about Cadeau's development. I would yeah. also add Jalen Washington. I think oh, Washington, yeah. Washington continues to add layers of minutes in this process that by the time you get to the end of the year, if Baycott were to take two fouls in the first seven minutes of an NCAA tournament game, yeah, it's fine. You're yeah. not, not going to go to pieces at the post. No, there's there's much more depth. Um, the I had a thought and then I yeah, lost it because I was just so excited. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm hey, so excited about Carolina and, basketball. But 
the other the other piece I'll add to this is all this is doing is fueling the fire for the first game a week from Saturday. Yes. I'm really so excited for that. Because I want to vomit. Well, like Duke's like rounding into form too. This is like the yep. best. Are they? I think I, a little I, bit. I don't know. I, I, I think well, they're there's, getting I think healthy. there's a divot in them. They're getting healthy That's, at a good time. Duke is important, impossible to predict how Duke will be until we see more of right. the Mitchell growth yes. combination. Yes. Things of that nature. But I will say this yeah. having seen them a couple different places, and I saw them at Pitt a couple weeks ago with Corey and Beheim. And I'll say this, if that Duke shows up to play, that Duke you. is a problem for a lot of people. I guess the the difference in how they played in each of those pit games is it's wild. Because yeah. that's mm-hmm. I remember texting people when they were destroying mm-hmm. Pitt at Pitt because Pitt had hung tough Pitt, with Pitt UNC. Really hates like playing at home. They what really do. Well, well Pitt loves Pitt loves playing UNC. For obvious reasons. <laughs> right. And there's a different level of pit when they're at Cameron Indoor too, because yes. yeah. it's not like... I think they rally around Cable. They yes. do, because I think it was last year, was it, I think it was last year, Pitt had the lead until yes. late. Yes. And Cable was, you could tell Cable was like, he really wanted damn it, it. Yeah. I wanted this. He, yeah. he played it off this past weekend, no, he, when they, yeah. but he wanted that. You could tell he wanted that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but I and that's and that's why he didn't go pull Blake Henson off the table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. That's the a joke. thing about the thing about Duke, and we'll let you go on this, Wes. The thing about Duke is that I'm getting a very similar since Brooke keeps bringing up vibes, and we love vibes on this program. Positive, positive vibes, vibes only. Yes. Yeah. Uh, where's my wait? Where's my uh, darn it? Where is my? I have to bring. Wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Vibes. I need my Jim Phillip vibes because we have to protect the fortress, protect the fortress, Wes, protect the fortress. So speaking of vibes from our friend Jim Phillips, it's a very similar thing to Duke last year where they weren't completely healthy and they ran a bunch of different lineups out there and that ultimately paid off. And then their their toughness was questioned and then they took off from there. It's almost like you shouldn't have your toughness questioned again because you have a lot of the same pieces from last year. Right. But then there's that health factor and making sure that Mitchell, I think, is the one who unlocks what Duke is capable of doing. Without that, I'm not quite sure Duke can elevate to what we saw out of them last year. I think he is the guy who can help Filipowski and create more of an interior presence for their team so mm-hmm. that you, you know, when people try to lock down the Foster, McCain, Roach, Proctor, however you want to put that combination out there, I, I will say this. I, I do find John Shire's four guard lineup really really interesting yeah. and against most teams not named carolina ironically yeah, yeah. it'll be really good but I, I think duke is an emerging team i would add too that i think based on watching them last saturday and you know they've had the week off before they play at miami uh i'm going to be interested to watch clemson clemson showed me something Ooh. last saturday with and the they had, they had to win that. yeah and then florida state you know, we can say what we want about Florida State. They went to Syracuse and were very workmanlike, you know, the other day. So I think that I think the league is is in a little bit better shape than people think. And I will say this, Joe, the competitive middle here, yeah, is a dangerous middle for the teams at a the top. Big middle. Oh yeah. That's like what being in your that's the same after forty. That's one yeah. thing. A bigger <laughs> yeah, middle. You're right. That's the same after forty. Hey, uh, Brooke, by the way, I noticed you weren't at the Duke Pitt game. Uh, you didn't come to the Pete that night. You're probably standing out in front of the UPMC. In the snow. 
doing a one man shot for get up or something. Anyway, um, the, uh, <laughs> you love doing this. The, the other idea would be, uh, I'll be back at Pitt next week. Uh, I think they play Notre Dame. I may be back Saturday. in Pittsburgh by then also. All right. So yeah. maybe you, me, and Teddy will figure out a way to oh, go eat someplace. This. There Make we go. I like that plan. All right, Wes, All right. we appreciate it, man. You guys be well. Take care. All right. Take it easy. All right. See you, All right. Hey, CC. All right. Let's pay some more bills. State Farm. Matt Davis, insuregarner.com. Call him directly. There's like an actual human on the other end. 919-779-8277. Or go to the OGinsurance.com to find out more. And you can start saving. We've had a couple of listeners contact Matt Davis out at State Farm. Awesome. And I'm telling you, it's no joke. You can save money on a lot of stuff, home and auto, thanks to State Farm. Also, big thanks to Wings Over. Check them out. Wings Over Raleigh. Wings Over Chapel Hill. Wings Over Greenville. It is prime Sit on your couch and watch sports time, whether it's the football games this weekend, heck, even the big game in a couple of weeks. Why do you say it like because that? Because you, you, have to be, you have to be very careful in how you promote these things. Why? You can't we say can't, certain can't, words. What do you mean? Say the words. Are, you, say are you being for real? I'm being absolutely real. They will come after they us. They will. You can't say those words? Nope. I cannot say the two things that happened with that game. Isn't that insane? Every Instagram giveaway that says the NFL the sometimes, man. I th- didn't they want to actually? I think they wanted that too, right? Probably in the same way that the NCAA like has March Madness. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Yeah. If there's so, if there's money also, to be, so like, all I'm saying is that okay, there's a whatever. there is a game that will be played in a couple of weeks. That's, big old bowl game. That's pretty big, and you probably are having a lot of people over for it. And if you want wings, there you the go. Pro Bowl. <laughs> 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 I don't. I don't think. Lord. It's, I don't think it's they're that. still trying it. I don't think they're still that. trying it. Listen, flag football is going to be an Olympic sport. Oh, now, I forgot get, about get that. Your fix early. I'm excited. All right, let's get out of here on some <laughs> Hey Joe questions, which is brought to you by Oakwood Pizza Box. Check them out. Hold on a second. I got to move Brooks so people can see the Oakwood Pizza Box. Oh, I just keep getting it's that's fine. It's three. I don't. I I need more three box setups on the stream yard. That's why. But anyway, go visit Oakwood Pizza Box. <laughs> Order online, oakwoodpizzabox.com. Speaking of things that you might want to cater those big events for, get a big old pie to go with those wings. Just saying, just saying. A lot of great stuff over at Oakwood Pizza Box. All right, so in lieu of Hey Joe questions, I'm going to ask Brooke. Oh, boy. Hey, Brooke, the Pittsburgh Steelers understand that the AFC has all these incredible quarterbacks, and the only way they're going to advance in the playoffs is is if they get one, right? Patrick Mahomes is not going anywhere. Josh Allen's not going anywhere. Joe Burrow's going to get healthy. Lamar Jackson's on one. Yeah, well, forever. It, what God I really. think is Even Trevor, like though, Trevor Lawrence, where would you rank Trevor Lawrence right now? Higher higher than where the Steelers are. Yeah. But I will say, while I do agree with you that, yes, the Steelers do need a, they need to solidify that quarterback position. Yeah. They probably could have beaten the Bills if they were not so decimated on defense. True. That's like, good. Okay, well, and also, like, he threw yeah. a pick in the end zone, and that is not good. To be very clear, that he is played that well is, at the end of the he, year, right? He yeah. played. He started four games. Mm. He gave them their best quarterback play. To me, he showed what that offense can be if you have someone that is not afraid to throw the football. Yeah, that is a good. That, in addition to not being afraid, is making the smart throws. And is on target because Mitch Trubisky wasn't afraid to throw the football and he threw it to the other team a lot. 
Um, and that's not what you want. But Mason not Rudolph no. I ran that offense pretty well. They yeah. got their ground game going. The problem was at that point in the year, they're starting guys that were literally retired early mm-hmm. in the year. And like Miles Jack is good. Eric Rowe is good. But like they are both, they were not with the team all season and they just yeah. had injury on injury on injury. Oh, and by the way, um, TJ Watt was not on the field. That's a big one. And that is a significant factor. Marcus Golden is not bad. Alex Highsmith is pretty good. You still need TJ Watt. So I think that the Steelers are onto something here as far as all the other pieces they have. But yes, to elevate they need to do something about quarterback. I I wish that we had seen one more game from Mason Rudolph because yeah. he's I was talking to to someone in the league and they were saying that like a backup quarterback can either be really good for like you can get like a five it's like game four streak. or five games, yeah, right? There, like there's, there's only like, so we, many. We should call them. it the Kyle Allen streak. I mean uh, it's, it's it's like a spare tire. You're only gonna get X right. amount of mileage out of that but, thing. But right. Sometimes you but find sometimes a unicorn. You find a guy. That's the thing. And that and and Mason Rudolph is right there on like the line. Did right? they find yeah. something? So what you're or saying is he... he's Tom Brady? <laughs> I know yes. that is not what I said. Is he, is he Brock Purdy? Well, that's the thing. That that feels. Is that it? I was going to point this out. Like we have a I playoff mean... right now where, like, in the NFC championships, are no offense to them. I think they're both they they both seem lovely, but like mid quarterbacks. They are mid quarterbacks. And yeah. that's like you, that's okay. By if the way, you're in the right system, right? Exactly. That's exactly. The thing is, the Steelers yes. have been so good in the AFC North that it's not. To me, you don't have to have a quarterback to win your division in the AFC. Despite you're it being not going to compete with those guys anyway. Exactly. Like, who are you going to get right so you, now that's you better play, than one of those guys? Exactly. You play <laughs> no chess. The Steelers yeah. love playing chess. That's why they've built the defense the way that they've built it. Now, the thing they're going to run into is Cam Hayward is old. He's already said he doesn't want to retire. He's got a big cap charge next year, and he's yeah. not playing at the same level. They need more safeties. They need another corner opposite of Joey Porter Jr. They've got to figure out how quickly can Cole Holcomb so get they, healthy. They need to Alexander. go back to like a defensive first like yes. mentality and, with mean, a better off with a modern offensive team. It, yes, modern is the key yeah. there. And modern, modern and simple, but not predictable. Like they, right. they need to strip it back to basics, but not in a way where I mean the number one criticism I heard from players over and over again is this offense is predictable. I mean it if they can get away from that and yeah. whoever they hire next, if they get somebody like a Thomas Brown, like I, I think that the Steelers need a leader on offense the way that they have Tomlin. Yes. He's the coach of the whole team, but like he's very much the defensive heart and soul as a defensive head coach. You get somebody like a Thomas Brown, a Clint Kubiak, Alex Van Pelt, somebody that kind of comes from that Shanahan McVay tree that has Thomas Brand doesn't have quite the same proven track record. I know. But I, I, think I like Thomas at times. I saw what he was. He was ham. He was put in a very bad exactly. situation. Mm. Like exactly. a very bad And the situation. Steelers, by the way, I keep yeah. bringing up his name because he is the first person they have formally interviewed. Oh, that's great. So far. I'm so, happy for him. Yeah. I, I think that, I think that they have got to get this higher, right? Yeah. A hundred percent. That they if they do. don't get it right. that's going to be the most, I do feel for Thomas though, that I don't know if you want to be in that like most scrutinized Maybe more scrutinized than like a head coach or quarterback next year. That offensive yeah. coordinator role is going to be Everyone heavily... hates the Steelers' offensive coordinator no matter what. Really? That, oh, I mean, okay. I did a whole story on like why the fire Matt Canada thing took off, and it's because the Steelers fans historically. <laughs> Matt Canada. Unfortunately, I'm actually surprised Matt Canada. I saw someone tweet yesterday Michigan head coach Matt Canada. I'm yeah. also. I'm, I'm actually surprised laughing. Matt Canada is not the head coach of the Panthers. <laughs> I mean, come on. There's still an OC job open. He's now the commissioner oh, of the NFL, yeah. actually. Uh, I mean, what else point. is there left for him to fail? Up that, to? No, that's a very good point. He's that's king a very of good England. Point. 
storyline wise, <laughs> storyline wise for the Super Bowl, I need a Detroit Kansas City Super Bowl storyline wise. Hmm. Reason, wow, both <laughs> both of you both of you groaning at the same time. Was your groan for Kansas City? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same. Okay. The reason why I say this is maximum storyline is because Detroit's going to come out in full force the same way that when Michigan State played North Carolina in the I will say, game, yeah, I was going to say, was no like this one big, outside of like it's this big like you know you got you got to do it for the city and yes yeah. you are not joke this actually that happened. was a thing that was said at the time in 2009 yeah. I remember it was save, it not was it not Seth Davis who basically said they got to do this for like the economy that. yeah to save the Detroit economy sure. correct so there's <laughs> right. so, yeah that's pretty much the face so that you have, uh, many of us made when we, we heard have, that. Have, we were like sorry Carolina you I need mean, to just like lay down to save the economy th- sometimes I want to support the economy here too this, I mean, this, is, true. this is true Jerome I shop a lot when I when Jerome Bettis won a Super Bowl remember he was from Detroit what? so there's I never said that been, once. so there's this Detroit I've thing. heard that yeah they're yeah. gonna bring out Detroit first everybody yeah right they're gonna bring Listen, out I, de- I adopted Detroit this year in the playoffs I love Detroit so the reason love why them I so want, much. Love I want Dan Campbell the reason why I want Kansas City versus Detroit is that I want further exposing of the Taylor Swift hate because Eminem's gonna be I, there. I, you know who doesn't want Kid that? Me as a woman. Yeah. That's all that stuff. You so, know who doesn't want that? Me as, 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 a, as a woman is, to have to see that again what, and again. I don't want to see it. What Sorry. I'm saying is it'll be funny when they be keep funny. cutting to the box to Not show fun. all these other artists. I don't think we have different definitions of fun. Uh, I'm honestly fun. like I'm honestly Trauma is the word that I would yeah, use. I'm honestly like um, overseeing a barrage of of men mad online just yeah. because they show a picture of of one of the biggest celebrities in the universe. I'm actually. Cry more. Yeah. Cry more. I'm over it. And the I'm aware. I'm I'm aware of how much men hate Taylor Swift. I don't. I don't need to learn. You don't need more to learn about more. that. Um, no. I like irony. I. I no. No. Okay. Um, fine, 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 fine. I. No. I will say. And I like I her would, too much. I kind of against her. I lo- I love Taylor Swift. Obviously, that is that is a part of my personality. It is. But I. Do wish she would go back on tour because I, I back just, on tour only because I'm just you know tired who else wants her to go back on tour worlds colliding and I just like oh, want to I want to enjoy them separately. You know who I, else I wants her to go that. on tour? I do understand that. Yeah, I don't disagree Thank with you. that part. Who who else wants her to go back on tour? The world economy? No, Usher. men. men do. Usher. Well, oh. <laughs> yeah. Poor Usher. Usher really oh. needs Taylor if, Swift if, not oh, to be there. Yeah, that's oh. going to be uncomfortable. Oh. Taylor's probably going to take a bathroom break during that, just so that way there's not a camera trained on her. Um, but yeah, I, I are want people to... expecting some sort of duet? Like, oh, is Taylor Swift going to come out with Usher? No, oh, no, no. She, I, mean, she, I mean that's that, the thing like, that makes it M&M also. Yeah, like, as well. That makes it awkward though, too, doesn't it? Because like, like she literally said she didn't want to. Didn't no, she? She, want to do that. she didn't yeah. want to do the show. So that like, listen, out there if too. we didn't get a Haley Steinfeld Taylor Swift duet last weekend in Buffalo, okay, then we're not going to get Usher and Taylor. But no, like I, I really want, and I know that that the Steelers fans who are watching this, I would like to apologize in advance because I have been told by many Steeler fan friends that. They will absolutely not be rooting for Baltimore no, this weekend. Under like, no circumstances. It would be like me rooting for Duke, and I hear you. I I get it. Um, but but I really like Lamar Jackson. Oh, I that's my and, AFC team because yeah. I love Lamar. Every time the Panthers weren't playing, I he's seek out Lamar. He, he's I love a lot him. of fun. He's love a good him. human. Yeah. He, he's somebody he's that funny. you want to fight for. He's funny. He otherworldly talented. Yeah, and I just <laughs> I like. He's the not, vibe he's, of the Ravens as yes. like they are a fun team. With you on that. Yes. And 100%. I am as someone who I I very much respect what Kansas City has done. I yes. think that Patrick Mahomes is 
the best player in the NFL. And I like it's him not as a person. Close. He seems nice. Right. He seems great. I, yes. And and like the there there are fun characters on that Chiefs team. But like I, we're a little tired, I, y'all. Yes, we're tired I of think, you. I Go think away, that please. it would be a relief it's true. to Sorry. people if we had some different narratives That's the thing. for two weeks. You're saying it nicely. I'm saying we're tired of seeing them every year. I was ready for Buffalo to win, to be honest. I was I like, more than ready for I it. I like watching greatness. I like watching it, too, but we yeah. get it. I mean, Enough. We it's the same as a break get, for like it's a the year. Same it's same fatigue. It's the Patriots fatigue. Yeah, yes. 100%. Okay. Like you the, you, know you just could, get over it. You know I could say the same thing about Taylor Swift, right? Sure you could. Okay. People say it all the time. Yeah, if you can say something negative also, about I don't her. Need, I don't need her to go back on tour. I just need her to drop the next two Taylor's versions and just take a break. But you well, can she, also, well, like, she needs mute reput- Taylor Swift. She needs you can't, out. like, mute the NFL. There is no, uh, like, tournament really of can't. superstars. <sighs> if you don't want to watch Taylor Swift or listen to Taylor Swift. Yeah, like, you do the same with the NFL. You don't have to talk about the NFL. Mm, depends on what. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've actually... <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. This is freaking. It really is. Uh, yeah. I'm actually. Do you feel outnumbered? No, it's fine. You know, you two know me well enough. Yeah. You don't Come care. on now. Come on now. You're right. You're right. But anyway. no, I, 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 for the plot, I'm here for a Lions, Ravens. Lions, Ravens. Okay. I, I, although that'll be hard for me if we're being honest, but that's because not what I really the Super Bowl love logo the colors. Say. No, I know. But here's the thing though. <laughs> if, if it's Detroit and Baltimore, Yes. In the championship, I love that. a Super Bowl week's going to be so fun. I'll be yeah. happy like, no matter who wins. Exactly, it's it's a win win situation. I think that we can all just like yes. be happy for the two cities, for Lamar, for Dan Campbell, for yes, Jared Goff. That's like, the thing. That it's is like, the wow. good vibe Super Bowl. You guys want a Super Bowl again? Exactly. <laughs> cool. This is their worst team in years too. Like okay. they have no business even doing if it this. Ends up being just the 49ers give us a year and the Chiefs. Okay. 49ers Chiefs would be like a UConn Duke <laughs> national championship game. Okay, that's the one team I don't want to do. I don't anything. want San Francisco. Yeah, to win. No, get them out of I my life. Either. I don't want San Francisco to win because no. I'm not really ready for. I will root for the for the Chiefs in the Super Brock Bowl. Purdy discussion. You think I'm tired of the Josh? You think Allen we're not already going to have it? No, I'm I'm already tired of the Josh Allen debate. When it comes to this stuff, and I think it's fairly obvious that people just like Josh Allen and they talk about him in ways they never would for, like, say, Lamar Jackson, who we still wonder if he's quarterbacky. Obviously, but we or, also don't know? need to let. I mean, there's that, reasons for this. We there's don't. Need, there are this. reasons for this. We, not, we collectively, we yeah. also don't need to let that disrupt our analysis of because sometimes I want to be like he sucks. Well, he doesn't suck. No, like, Brock Purdy doesn't you know, suck. Just, sometimes in, in, I'm no. guilty of it. You know what I mean? No, the NFL and this is the, he's this, a very good quarterback, but he's just this, not like the best. He's not maybe, a Hall of Famer. Maybe Sorry. we can have this conversation next week over <laughs> steak and cheeses. Ooh, and we can discuss why Brooke is part of the problem in the zero sum game of <laughs> NFL coverage. How did you find a way to blame a woman? Very yeah, NFL wow. of you. It's very it's, NFL it's, fan it's of very, you. It's very Oscar <laughs> of me. Okay. <laughs> very Oscars of me. No, no, they just ignore women. I'm, I am Knuff. Um, yes. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm using you as the avatar of the NFL media machine where we've gotten yeah. to zero sum game no, of it. it's a quarterback and quarterback only. Like, it's just Brock Purdy's fine. Like, it's, 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 it's just like fine. They fine. have to yeah. give all their success to and him and it's keep, so exhausting. People yes. keep bringing up, well, look at his past attempt. Like, right, because he has the fewest amount of attempts and everything is a yak. Yeah, like it's oh, all yeah. That's yak. okay. There's nothing wrong There's with yeah. Nothing wrong with not that. everything has to be a, a a life or death indictment no. of a player. That no. is, but good content isn't wishy washy. So we have to You're make right. opinions and stick to them Brock and Purdy. fight to the death. 
Hall of Famer. All right. I would rather have Brock Hall Purdy. Hall of Famer or bust. There's yeah, like nothing much. else. Listen, fit him for the gold jacket. Jeez. All right. That's going to wrap it up for today's show. Thanks to both of you for hanging out. That was a hell of a lot of fun. Even if I was outnumbered. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.